Welcome to Blog Talk Radio in high fidelity. Daytona Beach, Florida. This is Talking Motorcycles with Barry Boone. Talking Motorcycles, the radio show that covers the world of motorcycles and motorcycle racing. We're here to entertain you, inform you of new products, and enhance your love of motorcycling. Road race, flat track, touring, scooters, vintage, you name it, we discuss it right here on Talking Motorcycles. And now, here's your host, pro race announcer and third generation motorcycle rider, Barry Boone. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the show. We're glad to have you. This is Barry Boone. I am your host of Talking Motorcycles with Barry Boone. And um, I guess they would uh, say in show business, the show must go on and uh, life must go on. But this is the week we lost uh, Nikki Hayden uh, yesterday. Today's the 23rd as we're doing this show. Um, I am not prepared to really discuss that right now. I'm just not, you know, I think like everybody, uh, we all in some way feel a, a real loss with the passing of Nick, Nikki Hayden yesterday. Uh, I know I do. I think everyone who ever knew Nikki and bazillions of people who didn't truly know him or never shook his hand or truly met him, uh, loved him too, because of his demeanor, his love of life, his passion, his driven nature to be successful, but not to run over people and metaphorically or in any other way. Just an amazing young man that <clears throat> that uh, we lost yesterday. I am not um, prepared to go into that today other than to tell you that uh, this, Nikki was the first guest on Talking Motorcycles with Barry Boone um, three and a half years ago now. And, um, I, and, and it was between Christmas and new year's and, uh, the very first talking motorcycle show. And every year from Christmas to new year's, Nikki, Nikki and I would get together on the show and catch up and, uh, and catch all of you up on what all's going on in his life. Uh, sometimes personally and professionally and the conversations as always, Nikki was pretty just gut level honest with us. And, um, so every year between Christmas and New Year's, we had a Nikki Hayden show. And um, someday, perhaps, we'll, we'll re-air those. We'll get them out, dust them off, and, and air them uh, and, and, and enjoy every minute of the memory. But, but folks, right now, um, I hope you didn't tune up the show or catch the show to uh, hear me ramble on about someone that uh, I loved and uh, I'm not, I'm not going there today. I am going to move forward because I'm very excited about this show. I know it doesn't sound like it, right? But we're talking about some things that I I'm very passionate about in this show. And I'm, I'm really happy uh, to have the guests lined up that we have lined up to come on this show. And who are those guests? Well, uh, the uh, first guest we're going to have on here is <clears throat> a man who is a Harley Davidson dealer been at it about 50 years so it's not his first day in chicago if you will though that is not where he is um he's got a kind of a 
old school way of doing things that uh, the people in the Nashville, Tennessee area have uh, loved well enough that uh, they're still there after 50 years. He's also got a passion for flat track motorcycle racing and American flat track. And he's doing something about that passion and sharing that uh, love of flat track with customers and friends. And we're going to talk to him about that because I think it strikes at the heart of what I believe every motorcycle dealer uh, in America could be doing, perhaps should be doing. Bubba uh, Boswell's doing it, and we're going to have him on, and we're going to talk about that plan, what they're doing, and you're going to want to hear it because I think it's really cool. And then we will be joined um, at the bottom of the hour by Larry Little. He's been on this show a couple of times prior. Uh, the very first AIM Expo, we, he was here with us for that. And uh, we've had him on a couple of other times subsequently for in sub subsequent years uh, to help inform and educate us all about the AIM Expo. But AIM Expo has moved. I am excited to talk to Larry and get the details about how it's going. Though knowing Larry Little, things are going very well because he's never truly ever failed at anything he's ever done. In fact, quite the opposite. He's been wildly successful and he's a great guy to talk to. And we're going to have Larry Little on to discuss with us the AIM Expo. And then uh, our final guest on the show is um, someone I owe so much to. You know, this weekend is, um, and uh, yours truly will be there. It is time, Memorial Day weekend. Where are you going to be if you're anywhere in the uh, central or eastern U.S.? And perhaps you're in California and already on your way. We are going to be at the uh, Harley-Davidson Springfield Mile uh, on uh, Sunday. And Saturday night will be the uh, AFT Singles in action over as a part of Stephen Kelly Nace's show uh, at the uh, Multipurpose Arena. Fabulous place to watch a motorcycle race. Fabulous. And a place where all three of the Hayden brothers did something that's never been done before. And my guess is probably never, ever, ever will again in the storied history of flat track, three brothers atop the podium uh, in one grand national flat track. That's what they did as Nikki, Tommy and Raj, I believe in that order. I was there. Um, but at any rate, we're going to have Dave Kiso on Dave and Tom or Kiso uh, have, uh, I guess the IMDA made decisions that that was not a direction they wanted to continue to go in promoting the Springfield mile, Dave and Tomer's love for the sport and that facility and that race. And the magic of that race is so strong. This is what I believe they couldn't let it die. And so they have it. In fact, it's thriving. Uh, I think uh, we'll get the numbers, but I think last year, both shows had to be uh, the best crowd in, in years. And I understand advanced ticket sales are through the roof uh, for this uh, Memorial day weekend. So, and as you might guess, yes, we will dedicate uh, our show this weekend to um, the memory, the great memories of Nikki Hayden. And, and so we'll do a special tribute for Nikki. Might have more than one. And I'm sure there'll be a lot of voices that are going to want to chime in at Springfield uh, about the, uh, our dirt track, our dirt, legendary dirt tracker turned uh, world champion in MotoGP in 2006. So we'll be honoring Nikki throughout uh, the show. And we hope you're there with us. If you can't, you can join us on fanschoice.tv. This is my third uh, and I think perhaps final uh, Grand National Flat Track, American Flat Track show to be a part of the team of Scotty Dubler and uh, Bubba Blackwell. And I've had a great time. We uh, had our first one out in Arizona. We followed that with an amazing Sacramento mile. Both of those miles were incredible, which is why I'm extremely excited about the upcoming spring 
Field Mile. It's it is the 135 mile an hour fastest mile flat track in the world, and you'll see things there on the old Springfield Gumbo that you will not see anywhere else. A type of drafting, a type of racing due to the shape of the track and the condition and the quality of the dirt that you will not see anywhere else. And it's a bucket list. If you've never been there, I highly recommend you make plans to be in Springfield, Illinois this weekend. You Trust me, you will not regret the decision to get on your motorcycle and ride to Springfield. While you're there, you can go see a, a what's that guy, that famous builder, um, Frank Lloyd Wright House there you can go see. It's pretty amazing if you're into such cool architecture and American history. And uh, it's, 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 you know, the, it's all Abe Lincoln history there. You could go in, in the Senate office building in the Senate floor where he presided over when he was a Senator. And just, it's just a beautiful town. Great place. Can't wait to get back there. And Dave Kiso is going to join us at the uh, three quarter hour mark. And we're going to talk to Dave about the upcoming Springfield mile and what all they have going on uh, that show presented by the Harley Davidson motor company. Speaking of which this quarter hour, the uh, talking motorcycles program is powered by the uh, legendary Milwaukee 8 uh, from Harley-Davidson. It is in every touring chassis now, the Milwaukee 8 is. I uh, have a 2017 here in my garage. And I, with each passing mile, I love that motorcycle more more every time I ride it. you got to understand, I've got quarter of a million miles on Electroglide chassis, over a million touring miles. Um, and I'm, I've, I've loved them since they were carbureted Evos, and I have a 1995 carbureted Evo, and I may ride it to Springfield, a 22-year-old Harley that still does everything excellent. Uh, but the Milwaukee 8 has transformed the motorcycle in a way that it can't be described to you. But in addition to the Milwaukee 8, there's so much more to love about it. I mean, one-touch saddlebags, GPS infotainment, superior airflow to any, any previous model, though the bike looks exactly the same. You're in full control of the flow of the air. You've got more power than you've ever had. It's the heritage of the Harley-Davidson Milwaukee 8 107. It, it, it pays tribute to all previous V-twins from Harley-Davidson in looks and sound. But the, even the sound is a little different, a little better, um, in my opinion, than any previous twin. But certainly the feel, the across-the-board torque. The interesting thing to me is that every part of the engine Transmission and primary have been redesigned on the new Milwaukee 8 uh, to quiet the mechanical noises so they can open up the exhaust and create the, the sound we've all kind of always wanted in a stock motorcycle. And I don't know how dealers are selling aftermarket pipes, except there are just a bunch of people that love them. But I will tell you this, you don't have to with the Milwaukee 8 because it has a sound and a feel that is uh, truly intoxicating. How about this? Uh, let's go to a break and let's come back with uh, Bubba Boswell of Boswell's Harley Davidson in Nashville, Tennessee, here in just a moment. Can't thank you enough for uh, listening to our show, sharing us on social media. Speaking of social media, it's been great. The negativity is gone and it's all positive support of everyone supporting one another in the loss of Nikki. We'll be right back. Your ride is more than just miles. It's a mission to squeeze more freedom out of every click of the odometer. Introducing the 2017 Touring Bikes from Harley-Davidson. The powerful all-new Milwaukee 8 engine delivers 10% more torque for quicker acceleration. Paired with a new suspension that gives you more comfort and control on every ride. What does uncompromised freedom feel like? Why don't you find out for yourself? Discover more at h-d.com and live your legend. 
compared with original equipment 2016 touring models. When an automobile driver hits a motorcyclist, what is the first thing the driver says? I didn't see them. That's right after they have suddenly turned left into your path. When we crash our motorcycle, what is the first thing we say? I didn't see it in time. Could have been a deer, a decreasing radius corner, sand, or debris in your lane. The simple fact is most motorcycle accidents are preventable. And that is why I, Barry Boone, of Talking Motorcycles, recommends clear water lights. The ability to see and be seen on our motorcycle is exactly how we prevent avoidable motorcycle accidents. When you call Clearwater Lights, you will speak to a real live person who specializes in you and quality products. Clearly, there's a brighter idea. Check them out at clearwaterlights.com. And we do welcome you back to the show, Riders Call Home. It's Talking Motorcycles with Barry Boone. I'm your host. I'm Barry. I mentioned a moment ago that uh, the Springfield Mile had a special place in my heart and that uh, David Tomarquiso uh, had a huge role to play, actually, in um, my post-automobile life uh, because I was announcing uh, tons of amateur racing all across uh, the Midwest, especially, but occasionally California and other places, Florida, Daytona, announcing a ton of amateur flat track motorcycle races. And I don't know why, but they liked me and uh, they hired me to, to uh, take care of their sponsors and talk to their crowd uh, when uh, the great J.B. Norris and Donnie Bargeman uh, had the wheel uh, as announcers for the uh, tour for a number of years. And uh, they perhaps begrudgingly, but they didn't really show it. They moved over and allowed a little bit of room for this rookie to come in and help with the flat track shows. And I'm thinking that was 10 years ago this year. I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm right, but I'm, I'm not right. I'm not off by more than a year. And that began a um, process for me of six years on the road as a partner of Scotty Hollywood Dubler and uh, announcing every Grand National. And ultimately it turned into Every Grand National and every uh, pro road race in America, except uh, Coda. And I'm so blessed to have had the chance to get to know so many of you people uh, that come to races and stuff. And honestly, I owe it all to really kind of two people. Uh, Steve and Kelly Nace for kind of getting me started on the amateur side. And Dave and Tamra for uh, opening the door on the pro side. And I, I probably add Ken Salant in there with the American Motorcyclist Association in Ohio, as he was always a great supporter and provided a lot of fun work for me and kind of furthered me along and got me on the pro staff, so to speak. And then DMG bought it and hired me full time. And so I owe Dave and Tom a lot because it's turned into a real blessing for me, but I'm not going to wear them out with that. I am going to welcome Dave Kiso to the show. However, right now, Dave, great to have you on. I think this is your first time ever, sadly, to be on this show. Hello. Switch this up to speaker phone. I I'm going to, so I'm going to fire my, I'm going to fire my producer. Oops. I can't. That's me. Uh, Dave Kiso. Hello. Welcome to the show. Yeah. Welcome. All right. Glad to have, have you on, buddy. <laughs> yeah. How you, you doing? Appreciate it. Oh, doing wonderful. We're, uh, we're staying busy here in the ticket office. People come up to the window and calling in and we got our online ticket orders going. Springfieldmile.org. 
So doing great. Awesome. Um, uh, that crew there, you know, that works in that ticket office, I think I know just about every single one of them. That's, that's a hardworking staff. And, you know, Dave, I wonder sometime, I, I doubt seriously if the average ticket buying fan uh, who we love so much and do everything for, I don't think they have any idea uh, how difficult it is to uh, promote any major sporting event. And a Grand National flat track is no exception. It's it's kind of amazing, isn't it? Yeah, it sure is. I, I've been helping with the mile on the track for over 20 years. And just the last few years, started uh, helping Tomer with uh, organizing and planning the race. And I had no idea. <laughs> Even when I was so yeah, involved, I still had no idea. Yeah, it's, it's uh, crazy. 24, yeah, all, all year job, all week, all day. And then when it comes down to the final weeks leading up to the event, it goes full tilt, which is why I say thank you uh, for taking a minute out of your busy day to talk to us about the Harley-Davidson Springfield Mile. By the way, great job on that. I think it's uh, fitting. I know Willie G and Nancy Davidson and Bill Davidson, uh, we've interviewed the, them there in the fall race at umpteen times, and they're real fans, I believe, of the place, the race, all of you and the sport and um man it's just to me it's just fitting that be a harley davidson race yeah yeah you're right and uh you know willie and nancy come to almost every race here every year and and it's uh, just great to have them and and now they're our, our major sponsors so it's wonderful yeah it really is and i've never met any two um kinder more humble you know great people i mean happy they're just they're just lady and gentlemen to me. Oh, yeah, you're so right. You can you can go up and say hi to them, and they don't run from anybody. They're, uh, yeah, like you say, just some of the best people. So uh, we've been watching. Track. <laughs> they love them some flat track. We've been watching. I think Dave, uh, uh, a a lot of amazing things. I mean, let's get the let's get the elephant in the room out of the closet. Um, you know, Indian has swept this. <laughs> Andy's running away with it right now. You know, they've gotten, they've captured all but one podium spot, I believe, this year and won all the races. And um, of course, I mean, honest to Pete, we've got the three best, I think, three of the best riders in the sport uh, riding Indians. Um, the, that, however, to me, what has been the bigger story than that for me personally is we're still watching Brian Smith, Jared Meese, Brad Baker. Uh, Sammy Halbert, uh, and add Jared Vandercory and Jeffrey Carver into that mix, and at times Jake Shoemaker. But we're still watching about six or seven of the best flat track motorcycle racers in the world battling at the top. And I'm sure you watched the Sacramento Mile. Oh, yeah, sure did. Yeah, those, uh, those guys were flying. And uh, gosh, weren't they? Brian Smith and Jared, they can, uh, they can, and Brad, they can win on about anything, but they were, they were very fast. <laughs> Very Hopefully fast and uh, uh, a lot closer uh, this weekend too. I hear the Harley team has uh, been uh, doing some secret testing and trying to you know, get their bikes up to snuff. So it should be a should be a really good uh, match this weekend. Well, I mean, it's it's kind of uh, to me, it's a little difficult. I mean, it's uh, shoe is now upon the other foot. You know, for decades, the production race motor factory XR750 was. You know, the only real race, you know, race engine in the field, everything else was production based. And now the Indian is, I think, the only race only engine in the field, really. I mean, though the XG750 now has kind of a has a race version approved in the rule book, but still they're doing everything to a street uh, 750 engine uh, that you buy on the showroom floor, which. But 
I think they're optimistic, and I talked to uh, Terry Vance out there. He was excited about the progress they're making. He feels like they've got way more than they in the bike possible than what they've seen, and who knows what they have in store for 2018. But still, I'm looking at all these great guys, and Kenny had a good night at SAC, and uh, who knows what's going to happen yeah. at Springfield. Yeah, that's it. Who knows? Uh, those guys are getting faster every week. They were big improvement last week, so I uh, hope to see another big improvement. Yeah, and, and, uh, and the really Brian, putting everything into it now. Everything into it. And the Brian Smith, Jared Mees, uh, Brad Baker, Sammy Halbert thing to me is just so interesting to watch. It's it's as good as it's ever been. And and uh, it doesn't matter to me what they're riding because the uh, the the uh, planning, the drafting strategy, all the thought that goes behind it. As you know, it's an experienced man's sport. And Again, Brian Smith has managed to do what he set out to do. He wants to win every one of these miles in this stretch. He's got two of them, um, and he's certainly been a dominant guy at Springfield. But you got a feeling Jared Meese has about had it with that stuff. He's wanting to be atop the box on these miles. <laughs> yeah, you don't hold Jared back too long. He always finds a way to get to the front, that's for sure. He's driven. He's certainly driven. Um so what all's happening? Tell me about uh, the, the. It's interesting that the uh, AFT uh, singles are going to be in in the mix with six or seven other classes uh, over at the uh, arena on Saturday night. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it sure is. Uh, the track's uh, just getting finished up now. They've been building a jump uh, the last two weeks, and uh, it's dressed out real nice. And tracks laid out. And, uh, we got a little rain today, but uh, the rest of the week looks good. So we're uh, really looking for, looking forward to that. And then uh, Sunday, Harley is, of course, our sponsor, and they're bringing in their big semi with their huge display. And they're, I've been told they're bringing a lot of the museum bikes down from the museum. So hopefully we'll see some vintage uh, vintage Harley race machinery. You know, okay, oh, I like that. Cool. Yeah. And then we got our, uh, our own XR 750 out in front uh, of the grandstand on Sunday for a photo opportunity. So you can come up and sit on an XR and, and uh, had the perennial Springfield Mile Trophy set right next to you with a, a backdrop from the podium from uh, two years ago. So that's a, a great great thing to see and get a, send your friends a picture. Uh, I like Indians that. Be out there, they just, yeah. Let Indians me let me stop you right let me there. stop you right there for a minute. Yeah. Is sure. the bike is is the bike upright so you can get in your Springfield Mile tuck or is it where you can lean over where you can uh, get your cornery <laughs> attitude on? Uh, that would be cool. We haven't got that far yet. Uh, yeah, it's uh, just upright on the stand and it's sitting in front of the backdrop. So you can, you can sit on well, the bike, but yeah, it's not in the right when position. You, well, yeah, it is. When you, when you think about the Springfield mile, the race position is getting down below the paint. And I, I guarantee you that's well, what everybody's going to be doing. Love it. Yeah. That's a Kiso racing Harley. I'm guessing. Yeah, that is. It's uh, the bike uh, Jeffrey Carver campaigned uh, for us in 2000. 12 in 2013 and got eighth and ninth in the series on it made uh, all but one all but one main event on the bike and and finished every main event he started so that was pretty cool that was a great great season and we're uh, now we're into the putting on the race so yeah you are always contributing <laughs> always contributing i mean it's it's really that way and you were, I, I interrupted you you were about to talk about indian and some of your other exhibitors i think oh yeah, Vance and Hines has got their uh, big semi with all their products and their their cool bikes. Uh, Indian's going to have a display there. Uh, Kimco, 
several other manufacturers. Uh, the band is also playing like in the front of the grandstand between 10 and 1. Um, all the food vendors are out there. And then there's open pits around noon. So it's going to be a great weekend. I embarrassed myself on that better. stage. The last time I announced your race, I embarrassed myself there on that stage. Um, Bo Braswell oh, was playing. <laughs> yeah, nobody did. I was so thankful. He drugged me up there to sing sideways with him. And um, thankfully, there were only 10 people standing around. So nobody, you know, nobody got sick or ill. <laughs> so, oh, man, you know, Dave, uh, thank you. And Tamara, you know, I, I, it's this show's not about me, but I can't help but take this opportunity to say thank you because you guys believe in me and kind of got me started announcing flat track. And I'd always wanted to, but that's a whole nother story. And I never made any effort to. I never asked to. I never tried to get it. But uh, you guys brought it to me. And once when I walk through that tunnel there uh, under the front stretch, it's so legendary place. Every every inch of that place is hallowed ground to me. Have, have having attended, you know, so many rounds there with my uncle Junior, uh, God rest his soul, who taught Earl Hayden how to race flat track motorcycles and anyway and help tune for the boys. And I know my uncle was one of the first to meet Nikki uh, when he walked through the gates. But um, I, I walked through that tunnel and I couldn't help but think about Dave to Spain and. And really, JB and you know, all the greats that came before me, you know, and the chance to be on that PA at that place was it was kind of a feeling that I can't tell you. And my, my uncle died six months before that race. And just before opening ceremonies, I wasn't sure I was going to be able to go on because I had him on my heart, you know, really heavy. But it turned out, you know, it worked out. So thanks a lot. I appreciate all that you've done for me. Oh, well, thank you, Barry. Appreciate all the compliments. Treat. Yeah, well, it's a special place, and Owensboro, Kentucky, will be there, I'm sure, in great numbers this year. And I know we're going to honor uh, we're going to honor Owensboro's own Nikki Hayden. I know that. Yeah, that's for sure. He uh, deserves every tribute. He does at that, and I know Thomas. Yes, sir. One of the greats of all time as a man and as a motorcyclist. How can people tell us one more time? How do they get online to buy tickets and uh, any other information you want to share? And if you'd like to say uh, thanks to the people that are sponsoring the uh, event this year. You're more than welcome to do that too. We've got a minute or two here. Yeah. Well, yeah, definitely like to thank Harley Davidson motor company for all their support. Uh, not just this year, but all through the years, all their supporting flat tracks. And, uh, and um, yeah, to get tickets, uh, just go to springfieldmile.org. We've got online ticket sales. You can, uh, uh, click on the section you're wanting to sit in and a picture pops up so you can see a good picture of the grandstand you're looking at. And then there's a seating chart. You can just pick the box of, of the seat you want to sit in and uh, order tickets. We'll have one will call for you. We're getting a, a lot of 20, 30 orders a day. So it's it's working good. Glad yeah, to hear it. So ticket sales, are, ticket, ticket sales are... Ticket sales are really up. Well. Yeah, we're, uh, good. yeah, we're up. We're expecting a really good... Uh, Good race Sunday. Really good crowd. Yeah, the weather looks good, awesome. so that's the main thing. You got a good forecast, and you know all the, all the interest with Harley and Indian has really, really uh, spiked things up. So we couldn't be happier. Awesome, awesome, Dave. And uh, the weather—it's going to maybe got a little rain in the forecast pre-weekend, but it's starting to really look like the weekend itself is going to be good. And real quick, you know, some of the most fabulous mile races ever at Springfield have been. Uh, a day or two after big rains. Am I right? Oh yeah. Let's see. We, we put moisture and pump water on the track all week, but whenever we have some really good rains during the week, 
it can uh, make for a fast track to get the extra traction and when on a damn track they that's when they set records Man, it is. It could be a really fast mile this weekend and, and one of the best. And I can't wait to watch every single lap of every single race unfold Saturday night and Sunday. And thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate that. Oh, thanks, Ray. We'll see you. See All righty. See you this weekend. That's Dave Kiso. And I really am not sure exactly what happened, exactly what went wrong. Bubba uh, Boswell was actually our first scheduled guest. And, um, now I've got Larry Little coming up next. I'm going to talk to Bubba during the break, and hopefully he can hang with us. But we got to go to break. It's time. This portion of the show brought to you by Clearwater Lights. And the only thing I'll say about that is this is an interesting thing to me. I run the lime yellow lenses um, on my Clearwater Lights. And what happens when I'm in traffic, I'll see cars about to pull out uh, from parking lots and intersections. And all of a sudden, boom, their headlights, the front of the car dips. And I know what happened. They saw me. And that's what I love about Clearwater Lights, because to see uh, and be seen on a motorcycle is the key to staying alive. And I, I really appreciate Clearwater Lights, and I was a customer of theirs before they became a sponsor of ours. But that is true with every single one of our, uh, of our charter sponsors here on the show. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back with Larry Little with AIM Expo and find out all about how that is going a new venue, they've changed, they've moved, and uh, we're going to find out how that is working. It's one of the most successful business models uh, in uh, the uh, motorcycle exposition business that's come down the road in a while. Perhaps we'll find out why with Larry Little uh, in just a moment. Can't thank all of you enough for uh, listening to this program. Got news for you when we come out of the break, too, that I want to share with you that I think is going to make it kind of fun and exciting for all of our long-time listeners. This isn't the sound of an engine. It's the sound of a moment, an experience, of your heart beating stronger than ever. It's the sound of discovering more. This is the sound of the 2017 Harley-Davidson Touring Bikes taking you on an unforgettable journey, powered by the all-new Milwaukee 8 engine and equipped with a new suspension that gives you more confidence, comfort, and control so you feel the difference. Discover more at h-d.com and live your legend. Compared with original equipment, 2016 Touring Models. Welcome back to the show, everyone. Our next guest on the show is a man who's been here before. Some of you have heard him. Some of you may have not, but Larry Little joining us now on the program to speak of the uh, AIM Expo. Larry, welcome back. Hey, thanks, Barry. It's great to be here once again. Shoot, as always, uh, thanks for taking time out. You two are starting to probably be really busy with all the things you've uh, got coming up with the AIM Expo. It's, it's, I know it's a few, it's still a month or two or three months away, but I think like late September, but nonetheless, uh, it's got to be busy, busy putting together all the vendors and getting everything set up. Oh, it is. It is. And we're, we, we, we moved up the dates a few weeks this year into September, late September, as you pointed out. And so that has created a little bit of a squeeze. Uh, we have just a few less weeks than we did last year, but things are moving very, very well. Um, I must say we're so, 
so enthusiastic about the move to Columbus this year because we've, we've got a venue in the Greater Columbus Convention Center that we're going to be able to take over the whole place. So Orlando was a great, was a wonderful uh, place for us to launch AIM Expo and spend our first four years there. But, you know, we were one convention among many there, and uh, so you, you kind of lost that that important kind of familial feel that the power sports, the motorcycling and power sports community really gives you, anybody that that, that is, had enjoyed, you know, time working here or as an enthusiast knowing what it's like to be a power sports enthusiast. So in Columbus, we get to take over the whole convention center. Uh, we're the only game in town. We're going to, it's really going to be turning Columbus into power sports and motorcycle USA at that time. It's just so many great things going on. So for us, it is a bit more uh, work because it's a new venue for us, but I'll tell you what, the town itself has been completely enthusiastic about uh, the motorcycle business coming coming to their town, and uh, so much so that they're doing a number of things like closing down. There's a four-lane street that runs right in front of the convention center, and on the, on the general public days over the weekend, they're actually going to close down one of those lanes and make it for motorcycle parking, free motorcycle parking outside the convention center. So those things, a uh, couple of local, iconic local dealers in uh, A.D. Farrow, the Harley dealer in town, and uh, Iron Pony, which is a big multi-line that's, that's in town as well, have jumped in to help us out on in the local scene. So it's, you know, it's really a it's really a pretty, it, what we've discovered is Columbus is a pretty close-knit community on, on the business side and uh, are really looking forward to having uh, the motorcycle industry come to town. So it's, there's, there's, well, a lot, there's a lot to it, but we're, we're very enthusiastic about Columbus. Yeah, and, uh, you know, there's a couple of things about Columbus that strike me. Um, first of all, I think their economy, their local business economy is very strong, and I know they've, they're kind of noted and known for their uh, consistent growth. But really, Orlando's an awesome city. I liked it when you were in Orlando because I was just, you know, 45 minutes or an hour on the motorcycle, and I'm standing <laughs> at an expo, you know, from Daytona. But, but one thing about Columbus is geographically, it's probably a much better location for you because it looks to me that you're centrally located not that far from Atlanta, Charlotte, Chicago, New York, Philadelphia, Washington, D.C., St. Louis. Most of those cities, it's all just if you're flying in and your dealers are flying in or exhibitors or, or even customers, it's like a nonstop flight from every one of those cities, I'd say, to Columbus pretty much. And it's convenient yeah, for drivers, it, too. Yeah, we, we, I mean, certainly one of the reasons that, that we selected Columbus, and we looked at a number of venues in the Midwest from Louisville to Indy to uh, St. Louis to just a, just a number of venues there. But Columbus, I think, for from top to bottom, really did a great job. They, actually, the convention center will, in essence, uh, look brand new because they've just done a refurb on that thing from top to bottom, inside and out. It's got modern ar modern architecture outside now, as well as all new beautiful lighting uh, and, and wiring inside for, for wireless and all that. So they really did a good job, but, you know, we did the research, and 41% of the motorcycle dealers in the country are within 500 miles in about half the U.S. population. So as you point out, it is centrally located. And uh, quite honestly, I believe that's exactly why the AMA itself was originally located in the Columbus area, because back of course when it they was. were started, 
uh, uh, back when they were started, I believe it was the number was as high as 80% of all the motorcyclists in the country were within 500 miles of of, of Columbus at that point. Columbus at that point. So no, well, yeah. we're yeah. we're very much pleased about the accessibility and. You know, it's really a day's drive from a lot of those cities that you mentioned, or it's an hour flight. And the John Glenn International Airport at Columbus uh, has nonstop uh, direct flights from, I think, 33 different cities around the country. So it's, you know, it is very accessible. It, and, it's, and, and when you get there, if you, if you come into the airport, it's 10 minutes to downtown. And, you know, it's a $10 Uber ride uh, downtown. So it couldn't, you know, from a, from an ease of, Ingress and egress, getting in and getting out of town, it, it, it couldn't be simpler, I'll tell you what. Well, and, you know, it's from early indications, uh, most of the vendors are that I have heard from or seen any quotes from, it's all been very positive for them. Uh, Bell Helmets is one of our sponsors on this show, and uh, Chris Sackett, the VP over at Bell, uh, he said, like, I was blown away. Uh, the hospitality, the way the people treat us here, the amount of things that you can do the weather and he said it's beautiful and he predicts it will um it it will be if it's not already 100 percent sold i mean he's really uh he's really high on the location that's just one voice but i've seen many others yeah we we hosted a number of our uh kind of legacy exhibitors that have been with us right from the start last september at almost exactly the same time that the show will take place this year just to give them an indicator you know what the weather was like what the community's like what the facility was like and all of those and you know chris and all the other folks that we were able to to have along pretty much voiced exactly the same thing they just they were really struck by how favorable the local community was and how much they wanted to to see the motorcycling uh community come to town so uh yeah all those things he said are true and uh, as far as uh uh as far as uh, how much floor space we got left in the show, it's going fast at this point. And we're very, very pleased that, uh, you, you know, we picked a good day to talk because uh, later this week we're going to be announcing the fact that Harley-Davidson Motor Company is coming to the show for the first time, which is a, is a great uh, bit of news for us as a show, as the American platform, really, for introducing new products to the media and the, and the dealers and the consumers. Uh, Indian Motorcycle was announced recently as the other iconic American manufacturer to come to the show for the first time. So with those two, uh, we haven't announced. We've just we've just uh, got the green light, so to speak, from Kawasaki that they'll be returning. And uh, the good news there is they're going to take advantage of the Amexo platform to do a, a global launch of a key new model. So. You know, we do look at AIM Expo as, you know, the show, the Power Sports Expo in America, and it really exists so that we can shine a spotlight not only on American industry, but on what, you know, America is the largest recreational power sports market in the world. And so there's a lot going on and there's a lot to do. So we're very pleased that, that we'll, be able, we'll be very quickly announcing uh, all of those new additions to the show. And uh, I think we're about we're over 75% sold out on the floor at this point. So if Outstanding. listeners and, are and out it's... there that, that are <laughs> looking to get in, give, give the sales team here a call. <laughs> well, if you have a little 10 by 10 somewhere, I can hang a talking motorcycles banner, you know, I'll take it. I'm, I'm kind of low budget there over here go. in Daytona. 
<laughs> I, I, uh, I have, uh, I have, I missed Harley Davidson Motor Company in Orlando. I, I even, you know, said to a couple of uh, contacts over there over time, you know, man, I wish you guys were at AIM, you know, because it was a good spot. And I'm very happy to hear the motor company is going to be there. And Bonnier, I saw that Bonnier a Motorcycle Group is there. And really, people don't understand how big Bonnier is. We don't have time to go into that. But that is a mega, mega player in the power sports industry. But it's all there. Hey, speaking of new model introductions, um, last year you had several companies introduce new motorcycle models. Am I right? That's correct, and we will this year as well. We're just we're still getting confirmation from the different manufacturers about what their intentions are because we we have traditionally pulled in over 300 members of the media uh, as part because AIM Expo, I think I've explained in the past to your listeners is. You know, it's, it starts out really as a trade show, which is an important thing to have a central kind of nexus for the industry to get together every year and discuss business, to introduce new product. And then we also, you know, at the immediately almost, you know, open it up to uh, the general public so that the, you know, our enthusiast consumers can see all that new stuff right away. They don't have to wait for uh, it to show up at their local dealer or if there's a consumer show somewhere in in their region later on in the year uh, but the other component is the media component and we generate so much press activity out of aim expo uh both on a national and a global level that you know what we're really we're really becoming seen as the place to launch new products so you know we're still as i said we're still confirming what the manufacturers intentions are but we'll have a full slate of activity there from not not from just the the vehicle manufacturers but from the aftermarket as well we've had a a number of key launches from the helmet and apparel companies uh and and up and down the line from aftermarket so it's it's really what it's all about is seeing all that new product and getting it introduced you have hit upon the two reasons i believe uh, other than the hard work and dedication of you and your team i'm not minimizing that but the idea itself was very good, I think, to have a couple of days for industry people, as you said, to get together and to uh, discuss the State of the Union. And a lot of people do come together there. A lot of uh, business deals are made uh, at AIM Expo. I know of a handful of very big deals that uh, were uh, either began or consummated at AIM last year. And I just think that's excellent because then when you open the consumer doors, and motorcyclists can walk through the gate and start looking at products and learn about services. Uh, the vendors have the time then to devote to that aspect of the show. So I think that is the reason. And then your media is outstanding. Uh, there's so much interest. And I think as you continue to grow and, and people are introducing new models there, that that byline uh, on a uh, on an article from a manufacturer introducing a new product is by the time it gets out there, it's a big deal too. But one thing about it, Larry, you guys are very, very customer first. And from what I know, I love the city of Columbus. I've flown into there many times to uh, uh, do various bits of business and announce uh, Grand Nationals and road races and stuff in that sure. part of America. And I'm from Owensboro, so I'm really not that far from it. But it is a fun city. It's a friendly city. And the airport, I love their airport. I mean, it's great, great airport. But overall, you guys are customer first, I think, all the way. And it shows in everything you do. Well, thank you. You know, we, we, we try very hard. Let's just put it that way. And right from the very beginning, that was the top of the list of things that we made sure that we wanted to do was have a good customer experience, both from an exhibitor, you know, exhibitor customers, but all the way down to our 
general public that comes and and gets kind of engaged with all the new stuff that that's going on there. And we will continue, uh, even though we're in downtown Columbus, we do have a location that we're going to be able to, to do street demos outdoors at AM Expo Outdoors. So there's a very convenient uh, lo- location right next to the convention center. It'll be real easy. So, And right now I think we've got the Yamaha Suzuki um, Harley Indian uh, Kimco. I know I'm missing somebody else, but we've got – you know, five or six or seven manufacturers that are going to be doing street demos out there as well. So that component of being able to see the new stuff on the show floor and then having an opportunity to go outside and ride a, ride a motorcycle all for the, you know, very expensive price of 11 or $12 if you buy your ticket online is uh, yes, a deal. So we're, we're very pleased. And uh, we do, we are working on some pretty interesting stuff for the show now that we've we're in our fifth year, and we're starting to gain some momentum. Uh, we did announce recently, I forgot to mention, that Nationwide Insurance has come on as our presenting sponsor. Uh, they're actually a hometown company in Columbus and is part of that business community that really wants to see uh, an industry like ours come to town. They've stepped up and, and wanted to become a presenting sponsor of the show, but it's not going to be just for this year in Columbus. It's a multi-year deal that will see them go with us to Las Vegas in 2018 and as we return to the Midwest and probably Columbus in 2019 and 20. So that that's big news, but uh, I know you got to take a break here in a second, so I'm not sure I want to pop pop the new if you've got time to talk about uh, if you got time to talk about one more thing that's kind of pretty pretty interesting I'd like to share with you after the break if you well, you can you're, you're invited to co-host the show anytime because your timing is excellent but <laughs> um, um, I made a I made a little bit of a mistake at the start of the show and I, d- I brought the wrong guy on first so uh, my good friend Uh-oh. Bubba Boswell has been waiting so what I'm going to do rather than go to break and come back to uh-huh. you why don't you do that one more thing now and then we'll go to break well it looks we've extended an invitation to Vice President Pence to uh, attend the show and possibly speak. And the good news is, and this was uh, through the help of uh, Bob Altoff of 80 Farrell Harley-Davidson there in Columbus, uh, who knew some people on his staff. And so we've actually, he's heard back from from the scheduling office, from the vice president, and uh, they're working on it. So the good news is he hasn't said no, and he'd like to do it. And as you may recall, when uh, Harley actually visited the White House, Back in uh, earlier in the year, I think January, February, uh, there was a couple of photos of tents on a Harley. So he's uh, he is a motorcyclist of some nature, and uh, there's interest there. So we're keep out tell everybody to keep their fingers crossed because it would be wonderful to have uh, the vice president attend the motorcycling and power sports uh, biggest show. So that's well, I I will only say this. Their fingers hey. crossed. I will only say this about that. Uh, no matter which side of the political aisle you are on, if you're a motorcyclist, we have one of ours uh, in the VP spot because he, I yep. think, I know he owns a Road King. I know he rides a good bit. Now, as VP, I, I'm sad to say he probably isn't going to get any miles for the next four to eight years, but um, he's a rider and he loves the sport. He loves it. Well, Larry, thank you so very much for taking time to come on with us and, uh, Best of luck. If I'm, uh, let's review the date one more time. It's September twenty first, second, third, fourth. Is that my right? Yep. Twenty one, twenty two for the trade and media, and then uh, twenty three, twenty four for the general public on Saturday and Sunday. And, and, uh, and where's your website? 
It's uh, AIMEXPOUSA.com, AIMEXPOUSA.com, and uh, tickets tickets are available for sale now, and there's a discount if you buy them online. So, AIMEXPOUSA.com. Okay, got it, got it. Thank you very much. If you need anything from the show uh, between now and then, matter of fact, um, uh, let's have you on again if uh, you, you get with me, and let's let's do this again about 30 days out, shall we? Perfect. Sounds like a plan. Okay. I'll get more announcements and, and hey, good luck on Mike Pence. Hope you get that done, buddy. And best of luck with the show. All right. Thank you, sir. Take care. Bye bye. All righty. Bye bye. Larry Little, everybody. Appreciate him coming on and really appreciate uh, Bubba Boswell. He's, uh, I think he was going to buy me a, a Starbucks coffee or something, uh, but now I guess I'm going to have to buy him. I got to go. Uh, this portion of the show brought to you by my good friends at the Dunlop Motorcycle uh, at Dunlop Motorcycle Tires, the only tire you can buy for your motorcycle made in America. My 30-second story for you today is I, as you know, I ride a 2017 uh, Ultra Classic Milwaukee 8, but we've also got a 58 uh, Duo Glide that we ride often. But the thing is, for two years, I've looked for a 95 Ultra Classic carbureted Evo. I found a one-owner 18,000-mile bike. I took the uh, original Dunlops off, uh, D404s, and Dunlop had sent us a set of the new uh, American Elites. We installed those tires on that motorcycle, and it, I, the, the, the takeoff tires were still excellent but older. But I tell you what, it transformed the ride comfort. It transformed the handling of the motorcycle. I don't have time to tell you all the reasons why, so go do your research at DunlopMotorcycleTires.com. We will be right back with uh, a 50-year Harley-Davidson dealership joining us here. Bubba Boswell from Nashville, Tennessee. Dunlop is the largest supplier of original equipment and replacement motorcycle tires in the U.S. and the only motorcycle tires made in America. With operations headquartered in Buffalo, New York, Dunlop has been making and selling high-quality tires in the U.S. since 1923. With an unparalleled championship record, Dunlop race tire technology transfers directly to the street. Dunlop, the only tire for your motorcycle made in America. Bubba Blackwell, I got wind that you were going to do this uh, dealer ride from Nashville, Tennessee, uh, via some route uh, to Springfield, Illinois for the mile, and I just couldn't wait to get you on the show, and thank you for being so patient with me today. Tell us about your ride. Well, first of all, this is Bubba Boswell. Bubba Blackwell jumps motorcycle, jumps car. I knew I was going to do that. I knew I was going to do that. You know, and he's from Alabama, and I'm from Tennessee, and we have two different types of bubbas. He's going to laugh. He is going to laugh about that one right there. He is. I'll not hear the end of it this weekend. Bubba Boswell, I know that. Growing up in Owensboro, Kentucky, I've been in your dealership so many times over the years there uh, uh, on the Fessler Lane, uh, Nashville Cool Store. Um, talk to us. Tell us about what you're doing, because I love the idea. Well, what we're, well, what we're doing is we, we – as all Harley dealers and everybody in the motorcycle business always struggle for different ways to entertain our customers and to get them to get more miles on their bikes and just enjoy the sport. So uh, last year we hooked up with Dave Kiso and at 
the Springfield Mall, and I come up with the idea of seeing how many people would want to go to a, uh, uh, the mall at the Springfield Mall, something new. A lot of people never have seen it but never been. It was new to a lot of new riders. So uh, we had a, uh, a great a great crowd come for that. We uh, they hooked us up, and I think we had 28 people go. We we announced it this year early, and we sold it out at 50. So there's a lot of interest. So we're taking 50 people to Springfield to uh, entertain them and uh, go motorcycle racing. And and once they see it, Bubba, you're hooked. I mean, if you don't like flat track motorcycle racing, I I, I don't know what's wrong with you. Well, it, it, it is a blast, and people have seen it, and many people got wind of it with the uh, Harley and the Davidsons TV you know, series that came out in September, and it kind of got people hooked about racing again and maybe a little rivalry from, uh, from Indian, and, and, and people are starting to get a little bit, you know, they're more curious about what is this. So they're just getting to go to it, and we're going to do the same thing the weekend after that, going to the Red Mall and uh, – Lexington, Kentucky. We got a big crowd wanting to go to that. So it's new. It's refreshing to get people out, uh, experiencing motorcycle racing again, and and just get people out riding a motorcycle. Our goal at uh, with Boswell's and with the motor company is to get is to create ridership and get more people on miles. And it's just just one little piece of the puzzle for the uh, for the entire Harley Davidson industry and Harley Davidson motorcycles to get people out riding motorcycles. Well, and it's it's kind of like old school in a way because. As you well know, that sounds like thunder. Do you have a storm? It, it, it's going to be a blast. You know, it is old school. You're exactly right. But, you know, there's really not a whole lot of difference between motorcycles today and it was 50 years ago. They still have two wheels, seat, and handlebar. And, and uh, we, we traveled the same roads our fathers and grandfathers did. And so people just, they just get out and have fun, and they, they want to get with other people and have fun. And, they spend a lot of money for the bikes and they want to do things with them and they see it and they read about it and they just want to be part of it. And this is just one of those things to get people out and enjoying in the sport of motorcycle. You do some two laning on those trips as well as interstates or how do you route that? Oh, we don't like, we don't like interstate. We're going to do all back roads. It's all back. Well, that's what I'm doing. Places they would never go. When do you leave? We take them places they would never go. Yep. When do you leave out? Gonna leave Saturday morning, and I'm gonna head to Springfield. Have a good time Saturday night. Go racing for the night again. No telling what we'll get into, and then we're gonna take all the back roads back to Tennessee. Man, I love it. It's gonna be so great. I want to hook up with you guys when you're there and shake some hands and meet some of the Nashville area riders. Really do. You let's be sure we make that happen. And I'm I'm going to be at Lexington at the Red Mile. And you know what? That track was built. The racetrack was built in the 1800s. Now, they've spent uh, millions uh, on it, and it looks like it. It's a fabulous facility, but um, that old track's been there so long. It's really exciting to me. I'm originally from Owensboro, Kentucky, and i got to tell you, we've we've missed having the Louisville race, and a lot of people from Owensboro will be at Springfield, and a lot will also be at Lexington. And I'm I'm excited to see that re- your region of the country uh, really picking up uh, the steam there with Grand National Flat Track. And Dave Kiso was on earlier, and he said the ticket advanced ticket sales are through the roof. He also sends his regards. Uh, he and Tomer said they loved having you guys last year, and they're very much excited about you coming back. Yeah, they're great hosts, and, and it, just great people. You can't beat it. Everybody needs to go to Springfield at least once. What do you ride, Bubba? What's your favorite uh, Harley? 
I wrote a, uh, I think I'm writing a song you're writing, a 2017 uh, uh, Ultra Limited with the new Milwaukee 8 engine. And you're right, it is super cool. Well, it's just got, it's like it's always setting on go. It doesn't really matter what gear the transmission's in. And, and it, speaking of the transmission, it's still got the familiar solid feel of a Harley Davidson transmission, but it actually has got more of a snick, snick, snick. Like when you're running up through the gearbox, it is so, it shifts so smooth. It's a great motorcycle. It's great technology. You know, I'm proud to sell it. Uh, they've, been, they've been selling very well. The people that are coming off some of the older bikes, uh, I just can't believe the difference in Milwaukee 8 and a twin cam. And I really like a twin cam. Uh, and and this is just a just different. They're both great engines, by the way. This doesn't obsolete a twin cam whatsoever. It's just a different engine. So, you know, you, you can't go wrong either with a twin cam or a Milwaukee 8. It's just different. I concur. I have, I've got, a, I've got a right at a hundred thousand on twin cam and, um, it's a great motor. I mean, it's a great motor, no question. And I, I, if I walked in the dealership today, man, if the, if the money's right, I'm going to, I'm, I'm tempted, you know, I buy a twin cam cause I, I just think it's like a great engine, but at any rate, well, this is really cool. Hats off to you guys too, by the way. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty close, aren't I, that you guys have been in business 50 years. Well, I've actually been in business. Be this year will be. If I get my math right, this will be our 68th year. Wow, that's that is awesome. And, yeah, you've been a Harley Davidson dealer for for nearly 68 years. Wow, Bubba, congrats! That's really cool. And that was your dad that originally started that started, deal. Am I right? Yeah, my dad started just a few miles from where you're at in Henderson, Kentucky, and. My uncle was the, also the Harley dealership in Owensboro, Kentucky. That's and right. Moved, and uh, I'm actually, Nashville. I'm in Daytona Beach now. I relocated here from Owensboro eight or nine years ago. But um, I, I knew you were in Henderson because when I lived in Henderson, which I did for a number of years, um, I, we several of us motorcyclists, would the older guys would talk about that, you know, and it's just cool. Well, I'm, I really wish I could be with you guys on and ladies on the on your ride up to Springfield. I'm very excited about what you, you're doing there. And I hope other dealers uh, kind of wake up and smell the coffee because this is how you build relationships with your customers out there having fun, enjoying our motorcycles uh, and going to a spectacular event. It's it's a whole package, in my opinion. Totally agree, man. We look forward to seeing you uh, Sunday at the racetrack. We'll be sure to give you a big shout out, you and uh, your fellow riders, uh, during that show. I, I guarantee you that. We're looking forward to it. Maybe we'll get together and have a cup of coffee while we're all there in town together. Or, or something stronger. Who cares? Uh, if it's after work, I'll have a glass of wine or a cold beer with you. How's that? Oh, I, I sound, now you're talking. I have a hard enough time talking without uh, being under the influence of anything. I I, I got to really be really careful. So yeah, then I we'll might have two. We'll keep on. There you we'll go. Keep, keep me on, straight. Yeah. Keep this old Kentuckian straight. All right. Well, thank you for taking time out and thanks for being flexible. I know you were supposed to be first up on the show and my producer, i.e. me, messed that up. But let's talk really soon and I'll see you this weekend, buddy. Talk to you soon. Thank you much. Bubba Boswell, ladies and gentlemen, from Boswell's Harley-Davidson uh, on Fessler's Lane there in Nashville, Tennessee. Have you ever been there? you ever been to Nashville? They, they're in a really cool part of town. The whole It's a river town. It's a neat place. I highly recommend it. 
and so now that I get the actual years, it sounds like they've been in business since before I was born back about 1950, uh, starting there in Henderson, Kentucky. So cool. That kind of history is can't be bought, ladies and gentlemen. And the understanding of how to run a dealership, these second and third generation dealers that have been around the block a time or two, they know what customer service is about. Uh, Ross Myers, Daytona Harley, is going to be sponsoring uh, a sponsor of our new show that's coming to, this is what I was going to tell you all earlier, starting June the 7th. You can hear it at newsdaytonabeach.com at 7 p.m. Eastern, anywhere in the world. Listen live on your computer. It's also, The show is also going to be downloaded on the internet, but we are going to be live in Daytona Beach uh, for the foreseeable future. That would include Biketoberfest and Bike Week and all kinds of fun stuff at 93.5 FM, AM 1150 WNDB, and they also have a great app we'll talk about in a subsequent show in time to get you tuned up by June the 7th. But the neatest thing is this studio where I'm going to be doing the show from every Wednesday night at 7 is the same studio where MRN, the Motor Racing Network, was born. Uh, Big Bill France and uh, Mr. Root got together. Big Bill said, hey, guys, I need need my races covered where people can at least hear them if they can't see them. At the time, only the Daytona 500 was on television. And MRN Radio was born right there in the studio where Talking Motorcycles is going to be uh, generated from. And I'm very proud of that fact, and I'm very excited and pleased and proud to be associated with such good people as those at WNDB. Time is out. I got to go. Many, many thanks to uh, our good friend Dave Kiso, and uh, best of luck to Dave and Tomer this weekend at Springfield. If you're there, look them up. Yeah, they're busy, but they're never too busy to say hello to you. And they uh, are passionate about flat track. They'll even talk about that if you want to. It's all good. Thank you to Larry Little with the AIM Expo and my good friend Bubba Boswell from Boswell's Harley-Davidson uh, for joining us here on the show. Got to run. Thanks all. Ride hard. Ride safe. Have fun. And uh, remember uh, the Haydens in your prayers tonight when you hit your knees. The uh, family needs those, I guarantee you. It's been fun. And it's been real. And we uh, look to hear you back on another episode here of Talking Motorcycles with Barry Boone. Thanks all. Bye-bye. <laughs>